Every word of God is tested. I think when the author of the book of Proverbs wrote this line, he had in his mind something more like, the fidelity of God is shown by our taking refuge in him. But I think if we read that first line, that every word of God is tested, if we read that line with the 21st century mindset, we get a totally different meaning. And that's all right. We live in a world today where everything, not merely the words of scripture, are tested. Everything must be verified. We look for empirical evidence for all that we are told. In today's world, seeing is believing. That's not necessarily a bad thing. It means we are devoted to finding the truth by verified means. It's just how we work today. And so we have juries and studies and research to prove the veracity of statements. But it wasn't always like that, of course. In the past, people believed all sorts of things without proof. Many ancient cultures worshipped their rulers because that's what they were told to do. Former cultures, even some societies today, accept practices as normal, which we as Americans have rejected, slavery, child labor, etc. Often the most cruel aspects of society have been overcome precisely because someone decided to question them. Great figures like Martin Luther King Jr. who questioned what it meant in America to be separate but equal. Every word of God is tested. This is certainly true today, true of all of you, at least I hope so. I hope that Christians today are willing to test the word of God. And by that I mean that you're willing to believe something because you're either convinced of it or you're willing to be convinced of it, but not simply because you were told to believe it. To question things like the teachings of the church or what we read in the Bible is not contrary to the faith. Often, such questioning can increase our faith because answers are out there. The problem today is that, especially in areas of the faith, people have not asked the right questions, or admittedly, others have failed to give them the right answers. And so when someone comes around and points out apparent flaws in that line of thinking, it appears to them like they've been caught. You don't have one answer to this, so it must be false. That happens a lot in the way that some preachers can carry themselves, televangelists or those online. They're able to grab people so quickly because they point out areas that should be questioned, but instead of encouraging people to question those areas and find answers, they just send another alternative message. And because we find ourselves seemingly caught in a hard place, we're willing to be won over. The same thing happens in politics. Often one party may say that this person has done this or believes in that or promotes this idea. And instead of taking time to check the truth of that claim, we quickly denounce that person and hop to the other side because we feel like we've been caught in a hard place. I met with the confirmation students for our parish this past week, and I told them that as we get closer to the end of the year, I'm gonna individually meet with them to make sure that they want to make this step and be confirmed, not because they're being told to do it, but because they desire the sacrament. And I'm not doing that because I want to give them an easy way out. I'm doing that because I want them to become adults in the faith and take responsibility for their faith, make the decision for their faith themselves, think about the issues themselves. And that is what I would like each of you to do as well. Be willing to ask these questions. Do the research. Ask people you trust and look for answers. Put falsehood and lying far from you, but take refuge in the truth.